Hello, everybody. This is the Cover the Weekend podcast. Thanks again for joining me for another fun week of talking uh, sports betting. And of course, the big game, the Super Bowl, is upon us. Of course, I will give you uh, my play and the reasons why I'm making uh, that selection um, in terms of the team I'm going to be betting on for Super Bowl. Also going to go over um, a few more props. Gave out a couple prop plays, uh, including my favorite one on last week's podcast. I'll review those very, very briefly uh, a little later on in the podcast, but also go over a couple more that I'll be playing in terms of props. And also the prop play where I think I'm the only one betting the under on, and I'll explain that uh, in a few minutes uh, in the podcast. Also, of course, going to talk some college hoops, uh, another big menu of uh, college hoops games on Saturday. But let's get right to it. The big game, the Super Bowl. And lately, there's been this narrative about the 49ers defensive problems. And I I agree, the the Niners defense does have some weaknesses to it. And they've been exposed a little bit in their last two playoff games uh, against the Packers and the Lions. But actually, both of these teams' defenses are regressing especially in terms of yards per rush attempt allowed. This goes for KC as well. Now, yes, KC's defense is good. And yes, they did a good job uh, last week or two weeks ago, rather, against the Ravens. But I'll talk a little more about that uh, shortly. Both of these teams are allowing 4.6 yards per rush in their last three games. That's a number that's below their regular season's yards per rush allowed. That goes for both teams, not just the Niners. Now, as I mentioned, the Chiefs defense did a great job two weeks ago versus the Ravens, but a lot of the lack of offensive production or or really the offensive performance from Baltimore, in my opinion, was self-inflicted by that game plan. Uh, John Harbaugh and the Ravens game plan two weeks ago versus KC um, included many things I thought were very off, including not running the ball. That meant not employing runs from either their running back, either their running backs or Lamar Jackson. This is the Ravens, which, as we all know, led to disastrous results. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan will be smarter than Harbaugh when it comes to this aspect of employing an appropriate offensive attack. And I see the 49ers running the ball plenty, which is a good opportunity for Christian McCaffrey to have su- success on Super Bowl Sunday. That's no secret. Everyone's been saying that McCaffrey should have a good day. I agree with that. And keep that in mind when you're looking over McCaffrey props as well. More to chew on with with these two teams and the Super Bowl matchup. Teams that have the edge in averaging more passing yards per attempt during the season are 44 and 13 straight up and 37 and 17 against the spread. Uh, That's nearly 69%. Over the NFL season, the 49ers are firmly ahead of KC in this statistic. The Niners finished number one in the NFL at 9.1 yards per pass attempt. The Chiefs finished at 6.9 yards per pass attempt, and that number stayed consistent over their two playoff games versus Miami and Baltimore. So obviously Andy Reid, who's a great coach, adjusted to the talent level he had, which is Isaiah Pacheco and employing the run more. But that has shown up in their yards per pass attempt stats. And that's a stat where the team who has more yards per pass attempt or averages more yards per pass attempt has tremendously more success in the Super Bowl than um, teams that that don't or are less than. So that's something to think about, especially that 44 and 13 uh, straight up number. That's pretty incredible. Uh, There's your passing stat that supports the 49ers. How about a rushing stat that might be telling 
in terms of the Super Bowl winner. Here we go. This particular nugget is from Steve Mackinnon. I want to give him credit. He's from VEASAN. Um, he gives out a lot of good information, good follow on Twitter. And for those of you that peruse uh, the VEASAN website, uh, he, he does a very good job. And this was a stat that I thought was pretty interesting. Teams that rush for more yards in the Super Bowl are 45-12 and 12 straight up and a whopping 40-13-3 against the spread. That's nearly 75% uh, ATS or cover percentage for the team that gets more rushing yards uh, in their Super Bowl game. So I think this is a pretty strong stat. Isaiah Pacheco is solid, workhorse back. But I think Christian McCaffrey and the 49ers will outgain KC on the ground. And if they do, this is a very uh, telling stat when it comes to Super Bowls. Basically, whoever runs the ball better or for more yards wins nearly 75% of the time. And the odds makers certainly think that the Niners will rush uh, for more yards than um, than KC. The McCaffrey prop, the total yards rushing prop versus Pacheco, uh, whose number is sitting in the mid-60s. It's drifted up a little bit, and I'll talk about the Pacheco number in a little bit in terms of rushes. Um, it's like a 25-yard difference uh, between um, McCaffrey and what Pacheco uh, rushing yards, anyway, is posted in Vegas. So when a team in the Super Bowl wins in terms of rushing yards, they're also winning the game at high 70%, 78 79% of the time. Uh, I think that's an important stat and how important uh, the running game is when it comes to a game like the Super Bowl where things tighten up a little bit in terms of the passing game. But if you can get that rushing game going, it, it's, it's beneficial in any game, but especially the Super Bowl based on this stat. So... Kyle Shanahan is a perfect 6-0 straight up in the playoffs when the 49ers are favored, which means I'm going 49ers, money line, uh, minus 125. I've already made that bet. It's in, and uh, I'll be rooting for the Niners to just win at minus 125, which I don't think is a bad number. Look, everyone's on the Chiefs, and I I should cue up the suspicious line uh, music because everyone's on the Chiefs, more money on the Chiefs, I was in Vegas last Saturday. Every single person I talked to, granted, this is very unscientific, but I talked to many people, everyone on KC. I think one person said they were leaning 49ers, but they weren't sure. Um, but yet that line still is at minus two. And the Westgate, who's one of the sharper books in town, they went up 49ers minus two and a half. So that is something, for me anyway, that I take into consideration. Some people don't pay much attention to the line moves necessarily. There is a lot of money on the Super Bowl. As we all know, the handle is going to be incredible. But uh, I'm going to be on the Niners at Moneyline, minus 125. Not messing with the point spread here. I'm taking the Niners to win uh, based on the factors I just uh, discussed. So whatever you have going uh, for a Super Bowl, I wish you luck. I have no qualms with people that are taking the Chiefs. I get it completely. But for me, I'll be on the Niners. Anyway... On to the player props. The first player prop I'll discuss is Isaiah Pacheco, whose over-under yards rushing number is currently posted at 68.5 yards, and that's been juiced to minus 125 uh, to the over. Everyone's bidding this. Everyone's bidding the over. Like I mentioned, everyone's on the Chiefs. Uh, all of the um, the videos I've seen on YouTube and podcasts and uh, little clips on Twitter, everyone, all the pundits have Pacheco going over 68.5 yards. And they're willing to pay the minus 125. I've discussed Pacheco a lot over the last few podcasts during the playoffs here. 
making bets on him to exceed um, his rushing yard total and making bets against it. The 49ers defense hasn't looked good uh, defending the run during the playoffs, but the running backs that they've been uh, that they've seen are much different than Isaiah Pacheco, in my opinion. Pacheco's a pounder, finds uh, holes between the tackles. Guys like Aaron Jones of the Packers and the two-headed monster of Montgomery and Gibbs for the Lions are very different compared to Pacheco, in my opinion. Memory Aaron Jones is somewhat similar, but these guys are more slashers, running outside, making plays like that. We know the Niners don't defend the run very well um, outside of the tackles. Pacheco's violent and productive running has been key to the Chiefs during their playoff run, but he only averaged 2.8 yards per carry against the Ravens two weeks ago in a game the Chiefs controlled um, on that day um, versus a very poor Baltimore squad, or their game plan anyway. The Chiefs controlled that game from the beginning. I don't expect the 49ers offense to look like Baltimore's offense, which in my opinion will lead this game to a very different um scenario for Kansas City than what they experienced in Baltimore two weeks ago. I think Casey may be looking to pass and keep pace, unlike in Baltimore where they jumped out to a lead and simply played ball control with Pacheco running a lot, and it was the right game plan. Uh, Casey played it perfectly. I just don't see it playing out that way uh, versus the 49ers on Sunday. Uh, Pacheco will be productive, but I'll be one of the few, or only one, as I literally have not seen a single peep from anyone taking the under on Pacheco rushing yards. I'll be with the sportsbooks here. Pacheco, under 68.5 rushing yards for me uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, continuing on with the uh, Super Bowl props. A player prop that's been profitable for me over the years that I'd like to share with you has been betting the under on tackles um, on older defensive players. started way back where I started making this bet. Ray Lewis when the Ravens last won the Super Bowl, um, I bet under on his number. I thought it was high. It, it, it cleared it by two tackles. I think his number was five tackles. I think he came in at three, three and a half tackles. That's where it started out. So every year I've looked um, at that. It's not available every year necessarily because you don't get you know guys in their 30s with um, necessarily every year uh, on the defensive side of a team in the Super Bowl. Um, but most recently, I hit this uh, under tackle bet with Von Miller two years ago on the Rams as he was good for only one tackle. I think his number was two and a half. He had a sack late in the game, but did nothing else um, for the Rams a couple years ago. This year, I'm looking at Tashawn Gibson of the 49ers. Good safety at 33 years old. He's one of the oldest players on the field. And his total tackles number, in my opinion, is very high. Four and a half. Uh, too high, in my opinion. This may be skewed by his six-tackle performance versus the Lions in the NFC Championship, but he's averaged less than four tackles per game during the regular season, and the downfield antics of the Detroit Lions and even the Packers, in my opinion, are much different than what KC will bring to the table. I saw this at the Superbook, Gibson, under 4.5. It had heavy juice, however, at minus 150. So check your sports books nationwide. Of course, this could be available. In Vegas, I didn't see this uh, around too much. So check your book. Uh, Tashawn Gibson, uh, four and a half yards is the over-under on his tackle. Uh, I'm taking the under here. Uh, check the number again. You might, be, you might get better juice as well. But Tashawn Gibson, under four and a half uh, tackles in the Super Bowl. Next prop will be Patrick Mahomes, under 265 and a half yards passing. This is the number at DraftKings at minus 115. 
There are some 260 and a halves out there. This number started out in the mid 250s. And in typical Super Bowl prop fashion, the betters hit the over. And it took this number way over, well, not way over, but over 260 at 261 and a half. Mahomes has cleared 261 and a half yards passing only one time in his last five games. And the only time he did so over the span was when he cleared his current number of 261 and a half. He cleared it by a half, 262 yards against the Dolphins in the wild card round of the playoffs. It's no secret that Andy Reid is pounding the ball on the ground with Isaiah Pacheco, and I do think that the 49ers will do a much better job than the Ravens did defending a guy like Travis Kelsey who picked up a bunch of yards. I'm good with taking Mahomes under 261 and a half yards, excuse me, uh, passing here. Take under on Mahomes, 261 and a half yards. Now going back to the pair of Super Bowl props discussed last week. First is my favorite prop bet uh, on the menu is Christian McCaffrey's longest rush. I took uh, took a look at several sports books uh, during my quick visit to Vegas this past weekend, and the best number in terms of yards was at Caesars William Hill, who offered the prop at over under 17 and a half yards. That's for his longest rush of the day, but this was juiced at minus 130. That's my biggest prop play in my portfolio for the Super Bowl. Uh, the other is George Kittle, more receiving yards than what the Nuggets score in the first half, minus nine and a half, the Nuggets game this weekend. Uh, I have that. I think George Kittle will do well. This is just a play, hoping that um, the Nuggets aren't that great in the first half and I get a better uh, over number on George Kittle receiving yards. So right now, that's available at the Westgate. Uh, George Kittle, more receiving yards than Nuggets first half points, Nuggets minus nine and a half. Okay, um... On Twitter, I asked my Twitter friends to direct message me a prop uh, that they were betting on. Got a few, and but I'll go with one in particular, King Hippo. On Twitter, you can find him at King Hippo one uh, I've followed him on Twitter. We've been friends on Twitter for, for many years. I enjoy his uh, UFC tickets he posts on occasion and other sports betting tickets as well. Um, has some good plays on UFC. I may hit him up uh, if I'm ever going to dip my toes into UFC. I don't bet UFC much, but I think King Hippo might be a good resource for me. So maybe I'll hit him up one of these days. He's all in on Mahomes. Big odds on the uh, KCQB to score two or more touchdowns. That's 40 to one. Not a bad bet. Um, You know, is it impossible for him to run into touchdowns? No. Um, So 40 to one, that's a pretty good number. He also has a play on Mahomes being King Hippo, having a reception at 12 to one. So good luck to King Hippo, especially on that first one at 40 to one. And enjoy the Super Bowl, and thanks for sharing your Super Bowl prop plays. Okay, before going on to College Hoops, I'll remind you that even though football will be away for a while, College Hoops, March Madness on the horizon. In addition to that, pitchers and catchers do report to spring training next week, and I've already identified some great MLB future bets that I'll be sharing with you in the upcoming weeks. So just wanted to keep you uh, informed on that, that even though football will be away for a while, there's still going to be plenty to talk about on the podcast and hopefully a lot of winners I can continue to provide to you. Okay, on to College Hoops. And what a great day for podcast plays it was this past Saturday. Congrats if you were on board last week. Several games uh, hit and I appreciate your feedback on Twitter. It was a great Saturday. But on to this Saturday, there's some just fantastic games and we'll start off Saturday, 9.30 a.m. on Fox And just to clarify again, um, some of these overnight lines may change a little bit. 
I'm recording this podcast uh, early on Friday, so not a lot of the point spreads have uh, been released yet. Looking at some offshore lines to try to extract what I can, even offshore, some of these games aren't on the board yet. So it's something to monitor. But let's let's get right to it. Saturday, 9.30 a.m. on Fox. Xavier minus two at home versus number 17 ranked Creighton. I think this line might move towards Creighton a little bit. So we'll say minus two here because that's what it is offshore. But keep an eye on it, and I'll probably update it on Twitter. Uh, I think Creighton will get money here, and we may get a better number on Xavier. This is a revenge spot for Xavier, who played Creighton tough in Omaha a few weeks ago. Xavier ultimately let the game get away from them as they went into uh, halftime leading the game. Creighton uh, has burned money recently in spots like this. The Blue Jays have gone 1-5 against the spread in their last six games when they're road underdogs. So from a betting standpoint, Creighton hasn't performed well as road underdogs recently. Xavier's on a three-game winning streak and are playing very well for Coach Sean Miller. Uh, The Musketeers are very tough at home. And going back to that loss to Creighton, I mentioned a few seconds ago, Xavier shot 41% from the floor that day. Uh, Very uncharacteristic of them. Well below their 49% field goal percentage for the season. And that field goal percentage shoots up to over 50% at home. Uh, Xavier is going to take their 61% against the spread mark um, for the season into this important home game. And I think uh, Xavier makes a statement here versus Creighton. Takes Xavier minus the points and keep an eye on the spread here because I do believe Creighton will get action and you may get an even better number on Xavier. I'll update it on Twitter uh, once these lines go live. Next up, 10 a.m. SEC Network, 10 a.m. Pacific, South Carolina, minus 14, hosting Vanderbilt. That's the uh, offshore line at the moment. I think this line's going to move. So if you can get South Carolina minus 14, I would jump on that. Yes, the Vandy fade train rolls on. South Carolina is locked in right now, and I think they'll stay focused here after beating some very good teams recently. Gamecocks beat Kentucky at home by 17, so you would think they put Vandy away here by at least that much, right? Well, we'll see, but I still like South Carolina. If this line starts moving the other way, I may back off a little bit because Vandy has uh, covered a couple games that have uh, gotten, you know, had, that have gone into the high teens. So if you can get South Carolina minus 14, maybe even minus 15, that is a play. If it goes if it goes higher than that, maybe we'll stay away. But for now, we have South Carolina minus 14, and that'll be a play for Saturday. Other games I'll be on uh, for the College Hoops card on Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific, ACC Network. North Carolina State plus eight at Wake Forest. Wake is playing very well and should win here. But the number in this game is a tad high, in my opinion, giving NC State eight points. NC State's guard play is solid, and I always like seeing that for teams on the road uh, that they stay composed. And this uh, NC State has has performed well, their guards have anyway, both at home and on the road. I like that they protect the ball too. The Wolfpack is number seven in the nation in team turnovers per offensive play. To me, that's a big stat, especially going into a a tough game like this. It's uh, critical to protect the ball, especially on the road versus a tough conference opponent that Wake Forest is going to be. But I like NC State getting these points here. NC State plus eight. Another game, Fairfield plus one at St. Peter's. I have Fairfield by four in this uh, Metro Atlantic matchup, so I'll uh, gladly take the plus one uh, with Fairfield on the road. I think they can get the job done at St. Peter's. These last two games are not up yet in the uh, overnights or offshore, 
in terms of the point spreads, but I'll share them with you. One's a write-in game. It's Lamar. I have them winning by three. So if I can get minus three or better, I'll be on Lamar um, on Saturday. The other contest, which is a late start on Saturday night, is BYU at home. Uh, they're taking on Kansas State. If the line is anywhere in the BYU minus seven or minus eight range, I'm on board. Kansas State um, is coming off that big win versus Kansas, but I think this is a very tough spot for K-State, uh, having to roll into Provo for a nationally televised game. Uh, BYU and the fans are going to be going nuts here uh, in prime time out here, out west here. So uh, I like BYU probably up to minus nine. We'll see where this line goes. Uh, hopefully there's some uh, recency bias on K-State uh, given their big win against Kansas. But I think there's a, this is a tough spot for them, and I like BYU here. Just monitor the line and see where it goes. I hope you all enjoy Super Bowl. I hope you hit many props, and whatever side you're on, good luck to you. Again, the podcast uh, keeps rolling on after football. There's still a lot out there to bet, especially with March Madness on the horizon, as I mentioned. And also MLB, which is uh, my bread and butter. And I can't wait to share some future bets uh, with you. And also when uh, MLB gets started here, in several weeks, the day-to-day of it, uh, we'll have that covered as well. Thanks, everybody, for downloading the podcast. Thank you for leaving the positive comments. It helps the algorithm. There was a few comments left recently. I really appreciate that. May all your bets be winning ones, and enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone. Take care.